Welcome back to another week of the Fourth Quarter Reporter. I'm Rob, John, and Roth. Everybody's here this week. Roth decided to show up, which is always good. What's up? So uh, we got a lot this week. You know, we had the draft this past weekend, basketball playoffs, baseball's doing its thing. Hockey, starting the playoffs, not going to get into much of that. But everything else, we've got a lot to talk about. We're going to start off with the draft because it was, you know, the talk of the weekend, basically. A lot going on, a lot of winners, a lot of losers. So, John, what do you think about the draft? How was it for you? Draft, I thought, was great for the NFC East. I think all the NFC East teams came out winning. There's no two ways about it, whether it was a draft pick or a trade. And I got to say – well, this is true, but I got to say, I mean, Commanders came away with, I think, a sleeper with Sam Howell as quarterback. I'm surprised he went that late. You know, he was, he was, he should have gone probably in the third round, I would think. What did you guys got him, fifth? Fifth, fifth round. Fifth I think round. it was like 166, his pick. And if, you know, I mean, listen, a lot of good quarterbacks have gone, or great quarterbacks have gone fifth round or later. So, I mean, you know. Hopefully, knock on wood, it works out for them. They did it once before with Kirk Cousins. And they didn't have to draft away everything for RG3. Not wrong. Um, but I think the Jets and the Giants, oh, my God. Winner. Every pick big they were making. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. Even Baltimore, big winners also. Yeah. They had a phenomenal Yeah. Well, and not for nothing, Kansas City. Kansas City oh, better themselves. I was just looking at their now potential starting offense. I'm pretty sure it's better without Tyreek Hill. Yeah. It's, it's sick. Really, it's disgusting. It really is. And that scares me. Because <laughs> honestly, every other AFC powerhouse got better. Like, nobody had a bad draft. You know what I mean? No. Like, you, you can look all over the league for the most part. Everybody did solid. Tampa reloaded with the pieces they needed as if they needed many. You know, I think the biggest eye eye opener was Tennessee trading away A.J. Brown. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that was a little... Ugh. I mean, apparently the money just wasn't right. So you might as well go and trade for what you can get at that point, you know? Yeah. I mean, and they say the pa- the Patriots and the Colts look like they had probably the worst picks. But I don't know. I think I think Indy didn't do bad. What a reach, though, for in the first round by, by New England. For that. Yeah. A lot of Chattanooga. Ugh. That was a little what? iffy. Yeah. But that's, who's, that's who's Belichick. Who's going to question Belichick? Yeah. Belichick. You think he had a senior <laughs> moment? I mean, Pittsburgh sitting on at number 20 when Pickett finally fell to them, I think mean, that was a big deal. I'm surprised. I yeah. really thought they were going to move up. And I can't believe Malik, uh, Malik Willis fell so far. Oh, what do you yeah. go, third round? Right, third to Tennessee? Round, 80, yeah. 82nd 80, 80, pick or 86? Yeah. And even Carolina got some slack for uh, for picking Matt Corral, too, because Sam Howell was still available. Yeah. And they moved up for that, which is a little, little you know, again, a little weird, but, you know. I, I, like I said, though, I mean, the Jets, Giants, Baltimore, Philly, unfortunately, massive draft days. Oh, yeah, I think Jordan Davis yeah. was a steal. Oh, 13th God. overall. They Dude, Kobe like Dean in the third round? Oh, my Lord. But what do you got on the Giants' second rounder? Isn't he like 5'8"? Oh, oh, no. See, <laughs> listen. Talk? Everybody's like shitting on Wendell Robinson. Yeah. I've been saying it from the start that he's going to be a massive sleeper. Regardless of where he went, the kid is fast. Look up his yeah. highlights at Kentucky. That's the game now. Dude, fast. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. quick as shit. It's and now tiny. that we're going to have him and Kadarius uh, Tony. Yeah. They're going to take the top off the of defense with Gallaudet running underneath. Oh, my God. And the I tight end that they just anymore. got out of San Diego State, he's apparently a really good guy also. But would that guy have been there in the third round? Yes. That's 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 it was a reach. draft question. I, it, it was a reach. I really do. I and believe it was a reach. He's one hit away from his career being over. He's five eight, dude. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> again, dude, the kid can move. I'm telling you, look yeah. at his highlights. The kid can move. But I mean, there was there was definitely other places that I wish the Giants. Seems wanted. like the Patriots went that way too. Just speed, speed, speed. That's what With the game everything. is. Now. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what, what it is makes now. me think it too. Yeah. So you we'll know, see what happens. I mean, between the tight ends and the receivers, it was like a field day for everybody. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think the Jets, and I'm not a Jet fan, but the Jets, I think, just look great with that draft. Unbelievable yeah. draft. And it, I, it pains me to say. I, mean, I, I hate them so much. They still have to develop them, though, so let's see. But not, well, I mean, they, their pass rusher, Jermaine Johnson, was probably one of the best top-rated guys coming out of college. Should have went top ten. 
Yeah. The fact that he fell to 26, that's big. They went Garrett yeah. Wilson, Sauce Gardner, like Brees Hall. Brees Hall Brees, was yeah. the best running back to come out in the draft, and they got him in the third round, second round. Yeah. Like, and like, you, I know you're big on Jeremy Ruckert, John. Yeah. You know? Yeah, Jeremy Ruckert. Ruck, kids out of Lindenhurst, baby. Kids good. But I'm telling you, the way that Shane went out with 11 picks, and I think he basically smacked all of them out of the park for the Giants. Mm-hmm. He addressed every need. Everybody he picked, like even our last pick in the sixth round, Darian Bevers, he's going to be a day one linebacker starter. He's going to be next to uh, Blake Martinez, and they're going to be ridiculous. But the fact that we got Thibodeau at five and Neil at seven, I think that was that's crazy. Oh, oh it's just crazy. At one point, they were both projected number one overall. And the fact that we got yeah. five and seven is just unbelievable. I like to thank the Houston Texans for that because you called <laughs> it, you called it. They were going to fuck it up somehow. Yeah, but I don't. But I don't understand how they only graded them a B plus, though. They had a pretty decent draft. I thought I thought they were better than B plus. Yeah. I really did. They, uh, I think. I mean, I, I actually again, I just saw before on Twitter their potential starting offense. Aside from the question mark of Davis Mills, it's not a bad team. Well, you got That's you also got another big question mark. That's a big question mark. You got you got. Aside from him, I mean, look at this. They got Derek Stingley, Kenyon Green, who was a top inside line, uh, lineman, basically. Jalen Petrie, who was, I think, number three safety. John Medchie, who, if he didn't really get hurt in his career, he probably would have been a lot higher on a lot of boards. Christian Harris was projected a second round. He slid all the way to the, four, uh, to the fourth. Or is that third? No, it was the third. You know, they had, a, they had a decent draft. And the fact that, like I'm seeing here, they got a, a B is a little interesting to me. But... The other question mark is the Packers, how they go Quay Walker and Devontae Wyatt over the Nicobe Dean and a receiver, which they ended up getting in the second round anyway. But they cracked yeah. the Packers. That's that's uh the Packers for you. Hey Rob, let's go well, back to the also- quarterbacks. Can we go back to the quarterback real quick? Sorry to interrupt you, John. Yeah, yeah, no. I think it's a product with the offseason, how the offseason unfolded with teams trying to get established quarterbacks and yes. maybe not going through the draft. Yes. Anymore, anymore? Oh, absolutely. So, I, so is it, or was it a knock against the crop of quarterbacks or both? It, I think it's both. Yeah, I'd say both. You still think yeah. if there's an elite quarterback out there, sure, um, like sure. Lawrence, teams trade up? Yes, 100%. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Whoa. Lawrence is like a one-in-a-lifetime one deal. It's like getting Peyton Manning. But in the past, they were still trading up even for the third-best quarterback. This year, it yeah. was like nobody cared. I mean, I mean, I hate to say it. Look what the, the Giants did. drafted a five great. foot. Giants drafted a five foot eight receiver over a, before a team drafted a quarterback. It's telling, you know. Yeah, I just but, like you said, there wasn't a talent pool for it. If I mean, next year is going to be a quarterback draft. I also think once we get past this COVID rule stuff with all these extra years, it kind yeah, of yeah. But if you think about it, after after Kenny Pickett got picked, what was it, forty something picks oh, later? Yeah. Was the next yeah, quarterback to went pick. first round? That's right. Yeah. The next one was yeah. Willis. Was Willis went no, it was Ritter. Then. Oh, that's right. right. Ritter went. Yeah. Oh, really? And I, I think that was a great pick for Atlanta. Atlanta was Pickett an overdraft? Seventy fourth overall. Does Pickett get the Pittsburgh in the second? Yes, mm, I think no. so too. I think, I think no. he I think does. Still in trades up. I think he does. Why risk it though? Because I mean, let's be honest. Even if somebody did trade up and take him, then they would have went Willis, and they would have been happy. Yeah, with that, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they just like the style of Pickett better. He's he yeah, plays yeah. Just into get the guy. Pittsburgh system, a pro style quarterback, not this. Mm-hmm. Let's go run our asses off, you know. Right, and and he's a hometown guy. He's that a helps. Yep. Guy. They missed out. You know, on and, and, and Pittsburgh's usually big on that too, dude. Between yeah, Pittsburgh and Detroit, write a better story. Keeping Hutchinson at home, keeping Pickett right. at home, right? Write a better yeah. story. That shit. You know what I mean? I I think Hutchinson's gonna be so good. Dude, look so at good. Detroit's draft. That's another one. Detroit had a stellar draft. <clears throat> I mean, trading up for uh, Jamison Williams, Williams was yeah. a little questionable. Only, I mean, he's apparently going to be ready for training camp. Listen, but, even if he's not, even if he right. doesn't start until October or the end of October or beginning of November, <laughs> it's still going to help. I mean, listen, they ain't going anywhere. Let's no, just, know. you know, but that helps them. Well, I mean, look at that. You have Aiden Hutchinson. Yeah, Jameson Williams, and they also went and got the tight end of Virginia Tech. But then you also still have Hawkinson. 
You have a Monroe St. Brown. You guys mm-hmm. signed DJ Chark. You got DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, which are stellar tandem in the backfield. Now you just got Jared Groff and Goff, and if he sucks, you're gonna go get a quarterback next yeah. year. There you go. Yep. And you still have Penny Sewell, who's Penny only... Sewell. Yeah. Yeah. Only... They have one of the best offensive and that's not... lines. And yeah. they needed that wide receiver because that last good wide receiver was Megatron. I know. I, I, although Amon Ra really came on halfway through the last yeah, year. Yeah, he's he won me fantasy. Yeah, he <laughs> he he had a good he second half of the there. year. Once they finally just started feeding him the ball, that was it. And if DeAndre Swift can stay healthy, I'm telling you, give Detroit another year or two. But they, depending on when Rodgers leaves, but they could then be say. you know the next yeah. Yeah. in the north. And I love the coach, Dan Campbell's my oh, guy. dude. He'll bite your kneecap off, dude. Gamer. Guys, an he's a, a football guy. I'm telling you, man, he's, football guys win. He's the type of guy that after he loses, he'll bury the football. He gets blown out, he buries yeah. that football. Yeah. I was saying the other day that, like, even Dable, Dable's a football guy. He looks like a football guy. Yeah. Football guys win, you know? Always. They win. And I'm excited to see what happens for a lot of these teams, you know? I, I just I, – I think Philly did such a good thing with draft uh, trading for A.J. Brown because usually they fuck up every draft receiver. It, it they always smart. screw it up. So let's get the, yeah. the natural guy. No, it was All smart. It just – it aggravates me. That yeah, and it's a lot of money. <laughs> it hurts me that and, they did that. And, and I will say this, for the commanders at least, I mean, with them drafting another defensive lineman – I'll tell you right now, if they are not in like the top five, now granted, I know they got to stay healthy. They have so many defensive linemen. But if they, but if they are not in the top five with their defense, Jack Del Rio is out of a job. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. I drafted and, defensive defensive last year. And it was yeah, hard. and I hate to say it, Ron Rivera won't be too far behind them, and I love him. They had a bad year last year on defense, and they were supposed yeah. to be one of the top five defenses yep. in the league, and it was it was gross. It was very bad. But I mean, look at Dallas. Even Dallas had a good, a good draft for the most part. Oh my! Yeah. Listen, and the, the... And the Commanders drafted Chris Paul. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen. As as much as you expect Dallas to be the front runners because they have Dak and the weapons that they do have, Philly made playoffs last year, so you have to assume that they're going to have a good shot at it again. Especially adding who they added in the draft. If Washington with the pieces that they added, and if, if Daniel Jones has a remotely good season, the Giants have every good of a chance to win the East. The East is wide open. Yeah. I mean, the Giants were all fucking banged up too last year. They were. That's a big, the the receiver couldn't though. even stay healthy. That's a big yeah. ass for Daniel Jones. No, it is. But you know what, though? You can't get mad if he sucks this year. If no, Daniel Jones can play the best year that Fitzpatrick had yeah. ever in his 16, 17-year career, the Giants could actually walk away with that division. Yeah. There's no two ways about it. So, we'll see. If everyone's healthy. My guess for the Giants is you see Tyrod after their bye week. I'm okay with that. Honestly, I kind of don't want that because if Jones is that bad to where that we're going to go to Tyrod, then let Jones just play it out. Let us yeah, somewhat part tank part without tanking and go get a quarterback next year because now we don't have that second first-round pick. We couldn't get it in, in the trade. So... You know, I don't know. I'd rather I'd rather stick it out with him, see what happens. If we didn't pick up his fifth year option, smartest move because if he's great, tag him. If he sucks, bye bye. Yeah, exactly. So I think that that was that definitely worked. Um, I mean, even look at the Jets. I mean, the biggest question mark for the Jets is is Zach Wilson. Can Zach Wilson be good? No. You know, look at who they are. Answer that one for you. No. Ah, But I'm just you know. (laughs) Still, he still needs an old line to protect him. He they that team needs so much. I've never seen it's anything like it. They have holes everywhere. Yeah, Listen, they, no. they bettered themselves on offense, I believe, in this draft. Granted, they, they still have. need an O-line. Yeah, without without that big O-line, you're not going to do anything. I mean, I hate to say it. Sanchez fucking sucked. He sucked. But he was good because of the offensive line. And that well, defense know. was elite. But like yeah. They they added I mean they added a tackle and Max Mitchell but look at the rest of their offensive line it wasn't too bad they have Font playing on the left side Beckton playing on the right you have Elijah Barrett Tucker playing on the right guard so I mean I don't know who that I think I know they brought in somebody in free agency oh they brought in um Tomlinson from the Niners to play left guard so that's a big deal okay so their offensive line isn't that bad as long as Beckton can stay healthy yeah you know I think the like I said listen I hate to say that I, I hate the goddamn dress. But I do too. You know, I don't know if they can compete with the Bills though. Now 
That's I mean, the big, listen, they, they, you know. they're not making any any kind of waves because no. the AFC is just too stacked. Look at look at the way Miami's even doing. Who did yeah. they draft in their uh, linebacker again? They drafted inside linebacker. Third yeah. Round. Uh, Channing Tindall, uh, Tindall, which was a good pick yep. for them. You know, it's – Miami ain't going nowhere. They're just getting better. Adding Tyreek Hill, the two is the question. Obviously, Buffalo was already going to win it with the Patriots on their heels. So, sorry. Yeah, guys. but – Fourth place again. I mean, I hate to say it, though. If Miami actually comes up and Tua don't do it, you got Terry Bridgewater. He ain't bad. Oh, I forgot you signed him. Yep. You'll there see you him – You'll and see him quick. the quarterback. I, I think you're gonna see him. You're gonna see him quick because Steve Ross ain't gonna fucking just bow down. No, There's no dogs, way. Dude. I'm not after spending all that money with Tyreek Hill. No way. Tua, Tua sucks. They need they need a, vert, a deep threat quarterback. He, Tua can't throw the ball more than ten yards. Teddy can throw the ball. Yeah. 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 Tua, Tua, yeah. Tua is like Chad Pennington. They'll know this year whether or not it's him or not. Tua is worse than Chad Pennington. When they took him, man, were you pumped? No. No. No, because I, the second I saw, I knew they were going to take him too. The whole time watching that the national championship game, Clemson had an NFL caliber defense. Tua would beat up on the teams that sucked on defense. The second he played a foot like an actual football team, he sucked. He was terrible. Mm-hmm. He's not. You're, and you got to remember, he had all the weapons too. I thought Jalen Hurts was better than Tua. Yeah. And he's proving it in the NFL. He's more an yeah. NFL ready quarterback. Two I remember is a lot not. of people saying that. Colin. But I think it's so funny that Philly yeah. still isn't giving him like the credit. You know, no, they're I not. <laughs> I don't know why people sense. were so high on Tua. Like Herbert's an infinitely better quarterback. Imagine Miami had Herbert. Imagine the oh my god, he'd be insane. That kid's gonna be a Hall of Famer, I think. He's so really? good, and they drafted an offensive yeah. lineman for him. It's about yeah. time. Mm-hmm. It took Zion Johnson, who I thought was – I mean, they graded Green better out of A&M, but I think Zion Johnson was the better, best inside lineman. Not, you know, aside from Linderbaum, who played center, but in, in the guard aspect, I think he was the best inside line, lineman in the draft. So they, they cranked on that. Plus, you still have Rashawn Slater from last year. <clears throat> Chargers are going to be good. I think yeah. Herbert is going to be in the MVP talks this year, 1,000%. Kid balls. He's very good. Yeah, he does. So, and they, you know they're going to go for it on fourth down every time. So, good. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Let it let it happen. I like it. <laughs> we don't need a punter. Cut him. No. <laughs> Cut the punter. Actually, speaking of punters, see the Bills draft the punter out of San Diego State. Yeah, dude. Dude, dude godlike. Godlike. It. Oh, it's gross, dude. The guy. What did he have? Like a ninety-yard punt? A ninety-nine-yarder. Yeah. Did Randall crazy. Cunningham do that? <clears throat> Something like John. that. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. That's like 35 years ago. Jesus. I know. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, again, if you look all over the league, everybody had pretty decent drafts, which is – Who's your biggest winner? My biggest winner? I got to say – You guys are bigger football guys than me. What do you got? Rock, I, think the Ra- I think the Ravens, man. Yeah. So what do you got, John? We killed it. And the, or the Chiefs. One of those two. See, I don't know. I, I still think – and I, I'm going far-fetched here, but uh, I say both New York teams stole the draft, I think. I, but I think when you look in regards to how the teams already – Baltimore and Kansas City were already great, and they just got better. Like, they got absolute steals in the draft. Like, Baltimore got Lindenbaum, who was the top center in the draft. They also got uh, Kyle Hamilton, who was possibly the best prospect in the draft. Then in the second round, they get a Jabo, who was going to be a top 10 pick before he tore his, his Achilles. And like they just kept loading them up. And then they also, tra- you know, and then trading for trading away Hollywood Brown was a little iffy, but yeah, regardless. But then, but then, yeah, but- look, at, look at Kansas City also. Look who they added. They added George Carlaftis, who was projected to be a top 10 pick at one point. They added. Uh, I know they just signed the free agent, uh, Justin Ross, who was supposed to be a top first or second round pick when he before he got hurt. Uh, they got Trent McDuffie, who was a top cornerback. They got Sky Moore, who's an electric receiver from West, well, Western Michigan. I think if you look at it, as good as the two New York teams did, Kansas City and Baltimore were already great teams, and they just got better. Yeah, but a lot's going to also uh, come down to Lamar Jackson with Baltimore, too. It is. As long you as know? he can stay healthy. But they do have Tyler Huntley, who was a bowler last year. I, I love him. I think he's, he's a baller. 
Nothing. I mean, like Kansas City already had a stack offensive line. They get Darian Kennard, who was a top tackle in the draft. They just oh. And Mahomes is going to have to come up with a new repertoire with his receivers too, because right now it's only him and Kelsey. I, I mean, yeah, I know they look, who they look who they even signed though. Yeah, you but they got Hardman. They got Marcus mm-hmm. out there, Scantley. They just you know, like I said, they drafted Sky Moore. They signed Justin Ross. There's plenty of speed there. Well, don't they, forget, they signed Ronald I'm not Jones. saying there's not. They got Josh Gordon. That's my they guy. Josh Gordon. That's that's his guy. They, they <laughs> signed Ronald Jones in the backfield with Clyde edwards alaire I'm telling you, Kansas City's you know, everybody's like, oh, they're on the decline. No, they ain't. No, they're not. They ain't no, going. I mean, the, the biggest loss for them is Honey Badger. That's their biggest loss. That's not even a question. Yeah, but they took a safety Brian Cook. I mean, they already had a pretty decent secondary to begin with. There's still a lot of guys that are free agents. You're gonna mm-hmm. see a lot of them coming off now. So you know, I think there were a lot of guys there in Kansas City and Honey Badger. They didn't want to pay him though. Yeah, I don't blame them. <clears throat> there are a lot of guys that got signed after the draft, too. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, listen, I, I guess uh, the AFC just got better. Better and better and better. So, I'm, I'm, my buddy put money on the Bucks winning Super Bowl. I'm like, dude, you're, you're far from wrong. Like, that, like that's terrible. Terrible. The, the, yeah. the Super Bowl is going through the AFC for the next couple of years. Yeah, I think Buffalo. it would have to. Well, you got you got so many teams though. You got Buffalo, you got San Diego, you got Kansas City. I mean, Raiders ain't that far behind either. Nope. Denver with with Russell Wilson. Yeah. You know, I mean, Indy is looking good. They still have one of the best defenses in the league. Listen, Indy with Matt Ryan. I hate to say Matt and Matt Ryan. I think is might not be better than Philip Rivers was in his prime. But Matt Ryan's definitely an upgrade over Wentz. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And they added around him even more. Yeah. I, I, it's just the AFC. The funny thing is you're going to get a 10-11 win team that gets left out. Yeah, I know last year it was Miami. Mm-hmm. Wow. But I couldn't think of the last time. Year? When's the last time Matt Ryan had an offensive line like that? The Colts have a phenomenal offensive line. And the year they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but yeah. he never had a run game like Jonathan Taylor behind that line. No. He had no, Julio it's... given, but the receivers aren't really there, but they're still very good. I could see mm-hmm. Julio being signed there. A little reunion in Indy. Oh, I absolutely. Yeah. Which would be a nice thing. I mean, they had Michael Pittman. They they drafted Alec Pierce, which was one of the top receivers. They still have, you know, T.Y. Hilton, which I, I don't know how the hell he's yeah. still on the roster. I don't know what but he does. Mm-hmm. So... I think he's just there for benefits because he doesn't play. You know, I mean, and they they drafted Jelani Woods, who is one of the better re- receiving tight ends, and they already have um, Moali and Jack Moali Cox. Yeah, right. And I think Doyle's somebody, gone. Somebody just retired. I forget which one just retired. But it might um, have been Doyle. <clears throat> I think yeah. it was Doyle that retired. But overall, I mean, again, listen, like there's, there's somebody who's going to possibly have 11 wins is going to get left out of the playoffs of the AFC. It's just it's it's that stack. I, I believe it. <clears throat> I can see all four teams in the West making it. <clears throat> it's gonna be a goal. that would be sick, dude. Week two Thursday night football Chiefs Chargers. It's gonna Ooh, be awesome. Game. Mm-hmm. Little Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit on the call. Yeah. <laughs> but all right, I mean, we can talk yeah. football all day. So let's let's transition into a little bit of baseball because I know Rob's starting to take over there. He wants a little baseball. <laughs> So, Graf, what do you got going on in baseball? What's here? What do you got so, going on in baseball? I, so, I've been away for a couple weeks, as everybody knows. And I didn't hear much on baseball. Kind of upsetting. Um, especially, <laughs> You're the baseball guy. I understand that. Especially when we have the two New York teams with the best two records in baseball. Surprise. How are we not talking about that? It's, um, is it a surprise? Which one's a I bigger mean, surprise to you? If guys? we want to go back to three weeks ago and, wa- and watch our yeah. episode, we could all say how the Yankees were going to finish fourth in the division. Right now, they're first in the league. So, yeah, again. Well, no, they're not really. They haven't played anybody over the last two weeks. They're winning the games they need to win. Mm-hmm. And that's what they didn't do last year. I mean, True. They didn't host a wild card game because Orioles swept them um, at the end of the season. So, it's yep. – well, towards the end of the season. So, they're winning the games, you know – and then you look at the Mets, go across town. The Mets, I mean, they're just solid. They don't – they're not on a nine-game win streak like the Yankees, but they're winning every series. 
I mean, yeah, the role is, the series, I, it's incredible. It's incredible what they're doing. Yeah, very I think a lot. Baseball. I think with the Mets, I think a lot actually. You got to give credit to Showalter. Hundred percent, best free agent yeah. pickup in baseball this year. You go where, when, when, whenever Showalter coaches a team, and you could even go back to the Yankees. Sure. When he was with the Yankees, he handed Joe Torre a dynasty. He built well. Okay. Not just he him, did. But yes, he was part of it. I mean, stick Mike. Well, him. Built that team. It, Bob Watson. Watson. Say Watson, yeah. Um, but then he goes on to Texas. Does good with Texas. No. Goes on to the no, I'm sorry. Diamondbacks yeah, first. Diamondbacks. Hands over Bob Bremley, a fucking team, goes built and beats the Yankees. Scratch. Yep. Scratch built that team. Before then he, they even played built, a game, he was there for two years. Yeah. And then he goes to Texas. Does the mm-hmm. same thing in Texas. Makes Texas good. Then he goes to Baltimore. Makes yeah. Baltimore good. Yeah, that's, that's the biggest challenge you could have. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, no, he's a, a, a show. Walter, they shouldn't have, and I didn't have a problem with Tory coming in, but Show Walter is a mastermind. He really is. Now I, I'm not saying you're wrong. Really, he, he, he I is. was young at that time. Did he leave on his own, or did they force no. him out? To Tory? No, no, nah, they got rid of him. They, they got rid of him. He never played. He, so yeah. he's a, he's a, he's one of the few managers that never played baseball. So that's mm-hmm. always a knock on him. And he's only it's one, kind of like three, I think there's not many. I mean, yeah. I don't know if Madden. It's a, it's a small number. Yeah, I know that. very small number. And, but that's the knock on him. But I agree with you. Like the guy's phenomenal. He settles the clubhouse. He's got a little Tom Coughlin in him. Just to go to your football world. Just there's rules and expectations, which I think is important. Which I don't think the Yankees had last year. It was more of a clubhouse than it was a baseball mm-hmm. team. Um, and he's proven to do well with guys who make money. I, he did it with Randy John. Uh, well, he didn't have Randy Johnson. He did it with. I think he had A-Rod back in Texas, right, for a little while? I believe so. Yeah. I mean, Baltimore, he had a few. The Yankees really didn't have many. I mean, he had no. Mattingly, I think, right? I mean, mm-hmm. really different different era with Super Stubborn. He's doing well with Lindor's having a great season. Um, yeah, he's Scherzer, he finally came from last year. Dude, and he Scherzer's also upgrades with long. Scherzer, who's kind of like a player comp for Showalter as coach. They're just all business. Yeah. And – you know what I mean? It's kind of old school, and I like that. I, I, as much as I hate the Mets, they're super consistent. <laughs> Yankees are beating the teams they need to beat. Um, it's nice to see both sides of the ball clicking. I mean, they couldn't hit worse shit for the first couple of weeks. It was, it, it was alarmingly bad. They definitely need to up, make upgrades. I still think they need a catcher. Um, you think they make moves? Or yeah, you have to. They need a catcher. They need a catcher. And it's going to be interesting to play this out because he's, you know, Garrett Cole's best friend from uh, high school. Or whatever Who? it is, so it's gonna be interesting to see how that plays. Who Kyle 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 Higashioka? Oh, I can't. Yeah, He'll pitch. I, I, I mean, play him every five days. And that yeah, whole cold shit, dude. Is still bullshit. Yeah, but I mean, they have the guy they traded coming back from Minnesota. He should be healthy soon. He's swinging a bat, and then you have mm-hmm. yeah, and, and the guy they get the kid they got from Texas has been phenomenal for him, and he's he's kind of exciting to watch. Trevino? But they need a catcher. They need. At least mm-hmm. a two hundred hitting catcher would help, um, and I also think that, like, Ant, I think you said before the podcast started that they need to extend their starting pitching. I, I believe that. Um, watching Nestor Cortez have eighty-one pitches through five and then take him out and turn the ball over to a pen that's just been abused, even though they can carry extra pitchers, worries me. What's going to happen in September? Um, I, I, I don't want to see them get to September and just have tired arms. That's the biggest problem because that's where you shorten the game. You don't need to shorten the game right now. Shorten the game then. Well, I feel um, like also they need to extend it a little bit more because they have a record of having hurt pitchers left and right. So, but there's there's different beliefs on the you know the more you pitch, the healthier you are. Your arm is. I mean, Scherzer's not. Sure, look at Scherzer. I mean, he was hurt a little bit this year. Comes back and I mean, dude, if he throws five straight uh, complete games, would it surprise anybody? You know what I mean? He's that type of guy. Not at all. Um, So, but then the Mets, let's talk about the Mets real quick. They DFA'd, and I was trying to explain to you, that's designated for assignment. So he had about $40 million, approximately $40 million up in his contract. Cohen buys the Mets. Any other year, the Mets under World Pond will never eat that money. Um, He's like, you're not going to help us? You're gone. It's a big thing. That tells me. So I thought they sent him down. I didn't know they were cutting him. No, he can't be sent down. He has more than five years of service, out of options, more than likely. So there's rules behind that. But he gets his money. And so the next team that signs him only has to pay a minimum. 
he becomes interesting, but then I don't know what his clubhouse demeanor is like. I, I didn't like it when he was with New York last time. Um, and you don't want to see him come into a clubhouse that's kind of finally working together like the Yankees, but that left-handed yeah. bat always appeals to me. Um, get him on the juice. If he gets the yeah, money, it is what it is. Get the juice back up. He can't play positions like Marlon Gonzalez. Um, but when I think about him just coming in off the bench. just well, I mean, do you think like you can it. use him as a DH instead? Well, I mean, you have to get rid of a player, though, because he's yeah. a 40-man guy, so the roster. So it's like, how are you going to – you better be able – you better use him. And the Yankees don't really need him as a DH because they like to rotate the DH with Stanton, Judge, all those guys. I like the way Boone's been doing that. Everybody's getting a day off um, as a DH. Yeah, I or, like that better than just sitting you. I hate the right. day. Oh, this is a schedule. Keep the bat in the lineup. lineup. Play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I always hate it if you're, if, you're, if you're 0 for 20, you're not hitting. Let's just say you're on this bad streak. We'll take you on the lineup and you're going to do better the next day. It's bullshit. You need to see pitching. Stupidest thing ever. It's yeah. dumb. It's dumb. Hot, or, I, I just – Sitting just a guy against the righty. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, to a certain extent. Dude, but I mean, the Mets I believe, doing. I believe in the hot hand. There's such thing as the hot hand. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you. But going back to the Mets, that scares me because going, you know, looking into the future, you have Judge as a free agent, and he's got what is that nine, eight, nine home runs right now. I mean, he's hitting. It's it's good to I see. I mean, I still don't throw ten years at the guy, but then. Two years later, you got Soto there. That's the guy everybody wants. He's literally the prize of baseball. Um, and I say that now. I mean, he could get injured, whatever, in the next couple of years. I hope he doesn't for the state of the game and for himself. But what are the Mets going to throw at guys like that? I mean, I, I kind of hope the Yankees trade for Soto eventually. Don't sign Judge. Trade for Soto and, and work out an extension, kind of like the Dodgers did with Mookie Betts. That's how you work that because I'd give up capital. You, what would you have to give up for him, though? You'd have to give up the phone. Top five prospects. Literally. You'd say pick whoever you want. Yeah, but I I according to you, you're fine with that. You're fine with that. I, I have no problem with that. Yeah, I don't have a problem for a, for a generational talent like Soto. Soto's the best hitter in baseball. He's best give him the whole, I would give him Judge and the whole AAA roster. Take them all. Now, Judge <laughs> is not really appealing to teams right now that are rebuilding. He's appealing to teams that are trying to make a run for the, in the yeah, playoffs they, this they year. And the Yankees are not trading Judge. They're not trading They could take Volpe, Florio, uh, Whoever else Cashman has good and just misses on. <laughs> yeah, no, I think I told we'll you that Greg Bird. I, I think like Greg Bird's batting under two hundred in Triple A. So that it's, fucking guys, twenty-five games. Hey, that's great. Those are great numbers. No, yeah. I've had guys bat. I've had guys hitting a hundred in, in minor league ball until last week. Now they're back at three hundred. It just it takes it's, time with the cold weather. It's just it's weird to me. He just can't admit when he's wrong with some of these guys. Well, why would you? So baseball's a little different than football and basketball because we have minor leagues. So why would you ever shit on your own prospects when that's what you can trade? You want that's it. Just a, you, that's just and the New York market helps. The New York market helps you promote your prospects. That's why it's you don't see Tampa lose lose on deals too much. Um, you don't no. see, to be honest with you, you don't see the Yankees lose on deals too much either. I mean, no, they, they lose. Cole fucking robbed us blind. What do you mean, Cole? He was a free agent. That's I know, but he robbed us money-wise. <laughs> no, he was the best. It was the deal. rule change. Is what it was the rule change. It's the rule change. It's the sticky stuff. It's the rule change. What I don't I mean, like about you Cole. Can you see the, the scores, you know? Yeah, he's, yeah. he's pitching better. Don't get me wrong, but I still don't think he's worth as much as they paid him. That's an absurd amount of money. Would you pay Scherzer that forty million over one year instead of ten years at three fifty? Yes, I would. Yeah, I, would I love the short term deals. I like the long-term deals as an agent, as a, as a short-term deals for a godly player like Trigger. Going back to Cole real quick, this is what bothers me, his eyewash. It's all eyewash. Complained about starting – I think we discussed this. Starting the game four minutes late that first game, yeah. and that's what threw him off kilter. Then the next – I think two starts later or start later, the half inning, he was sitting a half inning and was saying it went too long, and he's out playing catch in front of everybody, the world to see. When you have a full – you have a full field underneath the Yankee Stadium in the dugout. Like, you could throw. You have a tunnel. You could do it down there. You don't need – it's all eyewash. He wants people to see him, and I hate that shit. That's not what works in New York. It's not what works. It's it's not what I like, you know. No, I mean, I love the guy. I, I, I think he's a decent guy. I think he runs the media well. I mean, he's short to the point. That's who he is. He's an educated guy. Okay, um, you have to be. He, I know. Well, sometimes you like the Jason Giambis of the world. I mean, not saying he wasn't, he wasn't educated, but he was fun as hell. People love Nick Swisher, and I can tell you right now, Nick Swisher and, and, and Cole are complete different monsters. 
Yeah. I thought Swisher was corny. Swisher so. was guy. <laughs> nah, Swisher yeah. was awesome. He's corny. Giambi was cool. I like Giambi. And that's Giambi's got steroids, and people were like, it's okay, dude. You'll be fine. You know, they, they didn't care because he was such a good yeah. dude. Um, but no, I'm excited. I think people in New York need to get excited. Do I think either of them are a World Series team? They're both flawed. Well, I mean, look at New York. Tremendously Denver, flawed. The top now, if the Grom comes back, though, that's a different story. That's yeah, a scary that's, Mets team in that's any a series. Yeah. Two games yeah. To play. McGill, Scherzer, DeGrom. Yeah. And then imagine facing them in a game seven. Put Scherzer it's on old, the mound and then throw Shorten the game. Yeah. Short, short oh, could you game. imagine? I'd close. <laughs> I'd I'd start DeGrom, close with Scherzer. Scherzer's got balls of steel. Yeah. Balls of steel, dude. Well, I mean, look at the yeah. Yankees. It's, you know, we never, there's a question mark with Severino. He's coming back pretty well. Also. Yeah, he looks great. Stuff yeah, looks, looks good. Great. Took a little awesome. time to hone it in. Yeah, Which is a big good. deal. Because imagine if he wasn't, then we'd really be screwed. Yeah, they got Herman coming back. I, I, they, they need to make Herman. a move. They need to make a move. You can't depend. And Nestor Cortez, everybody looks at him, laughs at him because of his corny mustache. And <laughs> he changes his arm angles. I, he's the real deal, dude. His stuff plays. People got to just get on his train. He's a solid number four. He's a, He should be an innings eater, but he, they just take him out too early. Let him go, dude. He, I don't know. I hate but still, being pulled in early innings. I think it's ridiculous. Uh, dude, it's crazy. Let him play. It, it just beats your bullpen up every day. Because you got to remember, in a bullpen, even if you don't get in but you get up, you're up, you're throwing. That's not a down day. So you're, you're just wearing these guys out. And the Yankees do rotate their bullpen options pretty good. So I, I do think you're going to see, because they just took two guys, and I can have 26 players on roster, you're going to see a lot more transactions now um, with players going up and down. Uh, well, you got five options, so that's all you're allowed now. So we'll see how they play that game. It's all different this year, so it's all new to everybody. I, like I said, I don't think these are World Series teams. I do think Cohen shocked everybody by DFA and Cano. I do think he's capable of making a crazy move at deadline, um, whereas I'm not sure Cash will. Um, I think oh, he makes no moves, but care. I think he makes. I think Cashman makes marginal moves all the time, very small moves. Instead Cohen of just wants the win, he doesn't care what it's going to cost. Cullen's going to be the the rare guy who makes a move forty days before the deadline and gets full work, full value out of his player, rather than wait until five minutes before yeah. the deadline and getting him for a month less. He's yeah. the rare guy to do that. He's putting his balls on the line, dude. He's saying a five year plan. I don't think they get by the Dodgers. I don't think they get by San Francisco. I still think their Braves are going to be there at the end. I still think Phillies will be there at the end, and they're bullpen suspect too. Um, but I mean, that's that's making me think that they actually have a shot now, especially if they get the ground back. That's a yeah. scary team. Well, like you so, said, it's a long season. Everybody's got to stay healthy. You know? It is. We're tw- you know we're twenty five games in. It's just quite a yeah. bit. It's quite a bit of games. Long um, way and to you're go. starting to see the trend lines. I mean, hey, look, the Reds can make a comeback. You know, you never no. know. <laughs> I do know. I probably should. Watch out for now. Baltimore and Pittsburgh too. Yeah, oh. dude, it's bad. Oh my god, I can't stand that shit. Oh. It's so glaring in baseball too. Other than other sports, it's not this glaring. In baseball, it's bad. It's really bad. Three and nineteen right now. That's bad, <laughs> dude. That's bad. Really bad. I mean, oh. you got to get lucky and get a hot hand one night, <clears throat> or face a Scherzer on an off day or something. It's just not happening. Like when you're that bad, like, like there's there's no answer. I think Baltimore took two or three from the Yankees one series. They did. Yeah, that's oh, incredible, right? Yeah. Oh, that's was that was when. Why? Like, why, fan, why do fan bases? I wouldn't go to a game. Don't go to games. Don't See, I agree home. with you. They used to call the Cubs, and I think they still call them the lovable losers. Maybe they don't call them that because they won in '16. I hate that shit. Like, I want my team to compete. Don't put anybody in that stadium. Yankees never sold out crowds till 96, late in 96, maybe more like 98, 97. No, 95, yeah. 94. No, it, yeah, in September, end of September. The end of September. 90, not 94, before they before they went on strike, they were selling out. Not No, I don't think they were. I'm being honest with you, I don't think they were. The yeah. Yankees never felt they, – they weren't. I know they weren't. We'll look at attendance numbers after this, but I don't think they were. Um the Yankees demand they, they want they want excellence. Fans want excellence. They expect it, and, and I think that's look at we come John. We come from a time where we don't know that we know them losing. You and I know that Anthony and I was, and Rob, I was just going to say that there was no thing as losing. Yeah, and that's why Steinbrenner yeah. always went out and always had to make a deal. Yeah, 
at the, but, tra- at the trade but, deadline. Yeah, but I mean, the 90s, early 90s, they were bad with the two divisions. They were terrible. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, now it's just – were average just under 30,000 a game. It's not terrible. What were they in 96? 96 are at 28-1. Interesting. 98? 98, they're at 36-4. Yeah, they start, blow- Basically, they start I mean, blowing up. Since there, it just you hit the 40s, the 50s, the 40s. It dropped a little bit. You know, can't look at now. The stadium's smaller now. So but they're at 35 so far. This stadium's year. smaller. They're at 24. Well, 24 last year. That's because of COVID. But do you look at the Cubs? Uh, Cubs would sell out like every game back in the day. Red Sox sell out every game back in the day, no matter if they're yeah. winning or losing. I would be with Anthony 100%. You're not going to win. I'm not going to support you. Dude, I'm a Commodores fan. I, I'm a Redskin fan. I don't even care about them, dude. I don't care. <laughs> If I, I still love see, you. Don't care about them so much because you call them the Commodores, like they're the fucking fifties band. See. <laughs> I don't even care what they are. I don't. There's, care. A, there's a difference. Call them the <laughs> shitty ass Commanders. My, call them the Commies. Point. I'm fine with yeah. the Commies. Yeah, dude. I know you've run with the name. You've run with it. I don't like them because they're not winning and they're making the dumbest decisions. And it's not for lack of trying. Because when Dan Snyder came, going back to football, just talking ownership in general, he just made every dumb move possible. And I can't support this anymore. Like I don't know. I keep telling you, I want to jump Ooh. ship, but I can't. I can't be one of those guys like, to jump ship. It's like Jerry Jones. I don't know, I'm with. I'm with. Not yeah, to but, cut in, but yeah. DeAndre Hopkins just got suspended six games. Really? For what? Performance enhancing drugs. Ooh. Oh shit! Ooh, sticky stuff. Right. Uh oh. <laughs> Where's Kyle Murray going? Yeah, that's yeah. Six games. Wow. Now I see why they went after uh, Hollywood. Yeah, they must have known. There you go. Oh, you do know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. That works. Like I told you, MLB gives you 30 days notice, basically, to appeal. And if you lose the appeal, it's announced the same day. Uh, minor leagues, you don't have – you don't. there's no not team – there's no appeal. Really? really? <laughs> so, you can't appeal? There's no union for the minor leagues. So there's no That's why they take school buses. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, I, anyway, you know, Rob, that's my that's my rant on baseball. I'm excited for both New York teams as much as I, I hate the Mets, but for their fan base living on Long Island, I Listen, see the excitement. It's, it's, it's good for baseball. We knew the Mets yeah, were it is. good, and it's surprising that the Yankees are doing good. And obviously, it's good for New York, as bad as baseball is. Like I said before, the net, the Yankees, Mets, Dodgers, Angels are the top four teams right now in the league. So, for New York and Los Angeles, when those two cities yeah. are doing good, baseball is doing good. So. Yeah, I'd love to see the Angels. I'd love to see the Angels go deep. I just want to see Otani and Trout. I want to see Trout win. Yeah. I don't want to see him beat the Yankees. I want to see if the Yankees aren't in it, I'm a Trout fan. I just don't like Joe Madden. He's in a lame duck season this year. I don't need to see Trout win at all, but he's got got to see him in the playoffs. You got to see Otani in the playoffs. We got to see these guys play. Agreed. Agreed. That's fun baseball to watch them play. Yeah, I'd love to see Kershaw Trout in the World Series. That'd be that's killer. Sure, that'd be sick. I hate, I hate the Mets. But Scherzer Trout, bottom nine, game seven. Trout goes deep, beats the Mets. Everyone's I'm forgetting about him. Everyone's forgetting about him because he's hurt. But Tati Jr. It. is, is that Oh, Tati. dude, Tati oh. Jr. Showtime. Wait till he comes back. Yeah, he is Showtime, but I love him. I think there's too much show there. <laughs> I think there's too much show. He's not like he's not as good as Vlad Guerrero. <clears throat> nah. No, I don't know, man. I think he's pretty, pretty funny. He good. has like three hundred. How many bats does he have? Stop with this. I hate the short sample size. <laughs> I hate him so much. Baseball is you sound like a hater. I went into so you guys said something in this podcast, Herbert. I'm like, I went and looked at him, and John's like Hall of Famer. He's 24. Yes, but he what is, are we so doing? is he he's that good? So yes. good. He could sling the rock. It's quite the call, yeah. dude. And he's got no offensive line. I think I exactly for him one game. But does he just get I, killed one year and gets you know beat up back there and then he's over? He's not a Hall of Famer. Listen, there's like there's probably the six quarterbacks right now under the age of twenty five that I I put my when I buy a house I put it up for the you know in a bet that I'll tell you what give that to me Rob I'm curious under, because under twenty five years old that will be in the Hall of Fame. That Burrow perked my ears Christian. when he said Herbert's a Hall of Famer. Give me top Herbert, three guys under 25. Herbert, Burrow. I don't, I'm going to give you six. Herbert, Burrow, Allen, Mahomes, Jackson, and... I wouldn't say Jackson. I wouldn't Murray? say Jackson either. I would say as long Murray? as he keeps it up. No, and Murray, yeah. I wouldn't say Murray. I don't think so. I, I think he nah. figured out week eight. You know, his life's Lawrence? <laughs> no. No, I, I haven't seen it no. yet. Um... I mean, that's five right there. I mean, the six is a little iffy, but that's five right there. I guarantee they'll all be in the Hall of Fame. 
Really? Oh, yeah. Wow. Just the way they flashed I already. I disagree with Jackson. That's about it. Yeah, me too. I don't think Jackson. I think I he will. If he stays healthy and he keeps doing what he's doing, I think he will. He needs to go out, get an agent, and just worry about football and playing. Yeah. He, Him being his own agent and not negotiating and not doing this and not doing that, he just – just go out and play the fucking game. The so that's what he needs to do. Okay. Rob, this kind of makes me think, like, just looking at all the three sports that we generally cover, basketball, <clears> all the old-timers aren't as, like, LeBron kind of fading. And then you see all these young guys you guys keep talking about week in, week out on this podcast. Just, they're the future. Baseball, 100% youth movement. And football is what you're telling me is a youth movement. It's interesting. Yeah. It's interesting. To see if Basket- continues to basketball play. is a game to me, though, it's taking the biggest leap because I feel yeah. like when – Yes. The early two thousands, mid two thousands, you got LeBron Durant. You're you're winning it all. You're going far yeah, yeah. now. It don't matter. You need a solid six. You yeah. need five. Mm-hmm. Good I, I like basketball that way, man. It's better. You look at teams. That's yeah. the way it should be played. The Celtics 100%. One, to, one to six are stacked. They're hard to get past. Marcus Smart, grind defender. But look at all the teams. Oh, you have basically three guys, two to three guys on every team that you can give the ball at any point at any time and say, "Go get me a point." Yeah, look at the teams like, the, like really the Lakers that. that like look at Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. Phoenix top to bottoms an elite team. Yeah. Same thing with like mm-hmm. Milwaukee. Everyone look looks at Giannis look at Memphis and, even. Yeah. Desmond Bain, Jock, like the, everywhere mm-hmm. you look. Middle, you know, you have Don't Milwaukee. Get started with Jock. Middleton, Holiday. <laughs> get him started. Get him started. Yeah. He doesn't like he doesn't like his colored hair. I just think he's so overrated. Who? John Morant. Dude, he one dunk he's they good though. Him off. He's they good. suck him dry. He'll have he's a game brilliant. though. There was a there was a stat. He had more tweets than field goals. <laughs> That's not wrong. Uh, no. not... Yeah, I it's hate just that. He's flashy. Thing. I get it. He's a flashy yeah. player. Play the but, game. Like, there's a... Exactly. But look at look at the matchups right now. I guess we're going to transition to basketball right here. Yeah, so, let's do it. Yeah. So you got Phoenix, Dallas, Golden State, Memphis, Milwaukee, Boston, Miami, Philly. Give me one of those that's not entertaining to watch. I'd say maybe Miami-Philly because Embiid's out. Yeah. But if he was playing, let's talk about, you know, a healthy roster. Every one of these games is – it could go either way. They're top-to-bottom stacked teams. Even look at a team like they got bounced out. Toronto. You can't name three players on Toronto, but up to down, they're a great team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They gave Philly a run for their money. I'm I'm looking at these teams – like New Orleans was a little iffy. I mean, if you really think about it, play wise, I'm pretty sure Brooklyn was the worst team in the playoffs. Yeah, which is weird to say because you have They're Durant, so Kyrie, bad. and uh, a non-existent Ben Simmons, and you had yeah. Harden half the year. But like, it's weird to say that they were probably the worst team in the playoffs. You now, guys what called does that tell you about every other team. Yeah. Because this is, what, this is this is what happened with Kyrie and Durant. They both have rings. They don't give a shit about winning. They wanted to play basketball together with their friend, not get yelled at. That's why Steve Nash is the coach. He doesn't give a shit. He's a rollover. He cares. He acts like he cares, but he's quiet. You can't tell Durant and Kyrie what to do. They're both head cases. That's why Harden wanted out. He goes, they're not winning here. I got to go somewhere else. And that's well, exactly what it is. They want to just play basketball and not care. When they don't feel like playing, they don't have to play. That's what mm-hmm. Brooklyn is. That wouldn't fly on the Knicks. I would take my shoe off and throw it at one of them if I was a Knicks fan. And they were playing. <laughs> it, it, it wouldn't. It wouldn't. It definitely it wouldn't would not fly. fly. That's really hey, would I have a question, Rob. Real quick, off basketball, but kind of includes it. We, we had a question a couple weeks. What team was closer to winning a championship? Are we still Buffalo in New York? I said Brooklyn, but I'm wrong. There. Brooklyn? Yeah, I mean, that's no, what I'm thinking. Because you have the you Mets have and look, Yankees are dealing. You have to look at it in the sense of talent, not just, you know, Face off of the, it's not just the eye test. You also got to look at the stats. You're yeah. not wrong with saying Brooklyn. Brooklyn has two all pro players, all stars. All the world. Know? Right. So to say Brooklyn, you're not wrong. Obviously, it didn't happen this year, but if you're going to look at a team overall, yeah, you, you could obviously definitely go Buffalo and nobody's going to, you know, fight you on that. Yeah. But I mean, Brooklyn still probably 1B. I mean, yeah, the Mets and Yankees look great, but we still have question marks about it. I'm still them. going Brooklyn. Roster. I actually am. I'll go through it. I'm not. I mean, dude, listen, I'm a huge Rangers fan, more. and they're fucking murking it this year. They're having a phenomenal season. Yeah, it's crazy. I just don't think, based on the stats, that they're there yet. Maybe next year. They're also they young, have, too, right? Oh, yeah, very. If they have, yeah, so. could they go this year? Oh, 1,000%. They could easily get hot. They could run in there. Well, that not that scary, though? Anybody. Isn't that scary, though? Sometimes young guys don't know any better. <laughs> it's true. And they just play that way, you know? But 
I'm like I said, I Buffalo one thousand percent. You can definitely easily go Buffalo, but I you still gotta based on the numbers, you gotta still say Brooklyn. Yeah, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just remember Ant saying Brooklyn, and now no, out that fast, think about that it. fast. Think about it this way: I'm if not blaming you, Ant. Better defense. They weren't going. They weren't going anywhere. Anyway, well, think about it. Yeah. They had a better defense. It's crazy. Let's just say they, they had a middle if middle. Had of the road I will have players that want to play. <clears throat> Well, that's the you know, thing. Yeah, that's Kyrie's the thing. thing. They need more time to gel. Doesn't that start with leadership? God, what is like a guy shit. like Buck Showalter or Coughlin doing to a player that says that? He's pulling him to the office and he has it, has it by his throat. They're not he beats him with a bars and soap and a pillowcase. Like, that's what or he's just sitting him. He ain't playing. Yeah. No. Yeah, it's a joke. No, it's I a mean, complete joke. Again, that's listen, even if you gave Brooklyn with the talent that they have, a middle-of-the-line defense. I'm talking middle-of-the-league, nothing crazy. They got the job done. They 1,000% easily could have won all the way. They had no yeah. defense. They had no defense. And Boston had too many weapons. I, I'm with Dan. I don't think they cared enough. Yeah, if I'm a teammate of a guy that doesn't want to play who could change the game, I'm speaking up. And dude, I'm Ben loud. Simmons was not helping that situation. No. No, not at all. Honestly, no. I think it was more of a distraction than anything. He can't be back, right? Oh, he'll be back. He'll be back. He'll be back. That's a problem. Yes, Kyrie's probably going to leave, I think. I don't know. I think, I think if Boston's sake, he needs to leave. <laughs> so what do you guys have for the rest rest of the playoffs here? I can't see anyone beating the Bucs in the East. No, Who's stopping Giannis? No, I don't care yeah, Middleton or not. You don't need him. Well, you don't need him. I'm Put Grayson Allen lie. in a corner. Well, I thought Boston was going to give him a run for their money before they just absolutely smacked him around yesterday. Dude, Giannis, I'm telling you. I, Dude, he made, made him look like a JV player. I didn't grow up watching Michael Jordan, so I can't say for that. But, like, I watched Kobe. That was probably my best player I've ever seen play. Dude, Giannis is the, the best basketball player I've ever seen. I've ever seen. Dude, he's an animal. He's unstoppable. Incredible. And he wants nothing more than to just play basketball. Isn't that nice? It's really refreshing. I love it. In Milwaukee. Right. Yeah, I love <laughs> it. Honestly, we always say that. There's another ball player that used to do that, too. Yeah. And then Kareem. he got himself out of there and went to L.A. <clears throat> exactly. But... Dude, I'm telling you, if, and I think he likes it better in Milwaukee because he doesn't have to worry about all the, the media bullshit. and all yeah. that. There's stuff. no bullshit. There's no media. There's no he, pressure. He just eats chicken nuggets and scores buckets. And he'll yeah. never be the biggest talk in town. It's always going to be Rodgers. It's yeah. always going to be the Packers. Yeah. I mean, do you John, think you're, you're an owner. You know. mm-hmm. Yes. I do. Yeah. I think they're going to repeat. It's going to be them or Phoenix. Yes. Devin Booker's 100% healthy. It's, they're going to be – See, I think Golden State's better than Phoenix. I don't. Golden State looks yeah. good. Dude, they're so. electric. Dude, who's Jordan Poole? Where did this guy come from? We're not even talking Curry and Clay and, and they Draymond. Give, they, We're talking Poole. And they give John Morant comeback player of the year. <laughs> this dude was in the G League last year. John Morant was rookie of the year. Get ESPN has to get John Morant's dick out of their mouth. It makes me nauseous. Dude, how much the awards are stuff. ridiculous. Their participation awards. That's what they are. It's so yeah. stupid. That's what it is. And, but I mean, listen, like. I still like Dallas to beat Phoenix if, as long as uh, Luke is healthy, I like Dallas to win. And listen, Memphis Golden State is going to be a hell of a series. So, but I do, I, I do have to put Milwaukee above the rest because Memphis, who wins Miami, Philly, Memphis Golden State, get your broom out. Warriors are sweeping them. I don't. That dude, team's not ready. Nah, I don't think it'll be a clean sweep. Not ready yet. That team's not there. No, but That's they could young, win. I wouldn't count it out. Team. Golden State's been there too much, dude. And I always knocked them for a long time, dude. Draymond, actually, great player, man. Not now that you're also saying it. If you think about it, Steve Kerr is 19 and two dude, in freaking se- playoff series. series. You watch playoff Steve series, 19 and two as a coach. Steve Kerr in the huddle is the sick. calmest guy ever. He's so calm. Well, look where he came from. Look at his. Yeah. his he doesn't have well, yeah. About it. You're in a huddle with Michael Jordan, right? He tried, Michael yeah. Jordan punched him in his face, and he just <laughs> yeah, he did. He said thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, man. Have another. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm listen. Like I said, Milwaukee's definitely above the rest, but I, I wouldn't. Whether it's Golden, I think it's going to be Golden State between Golden State. I think, like I said, I think Dallas beats out Phoenix, but Golden State Milwaukee is going to be a fun game to watch. How's that look, man? Golden State Milwaukee. What does that look like? That's, it's gonna be like 150 series, points a game. Man. That's, that's gonna, gonna be, be a great live, series. That's gonna be a live and die by that series is gonna be up to if Golden State's knocking down shots, they're unbeatable. Yeah, that's many weapons. They have an off night; they're gonna lose. That's gonna be a series where you can't bet. You can't bet it because one time they could win by 20, one time they could lose by 20. It's all based on three pointers. Draymond Giannis is gonna be a sick matchup. Oh, yeah, Giannis is gonna embarrass him. I'm sorry. He's yeah, too, he's too good. He's too fast. He is, but Draymond is one of the best defensive players in the league. So, what better matchup? You know, 
Yeah, but six eleven, six six, it's over. Like Charles yeah. said. But a team you're gonna have to I I feel bad. I feel bad for Jokic because two sec the second and third best player were hurt. But he yeah. he put up a fight by himself. I they mean, gotta go get guy, somebody this year. They he looks go like he got somebody. mauled by a cougar after every game. It's like <laughs> the most scratched arms ever. He's yeah. so scratched. If they can go out and get like a top player, like a good point guard or a shooting guard. Jamal Murray is great. It's just it's it's so hard to recover from that ACL. I know. He's a great player. But they need somebody who can be reliable and who's going to, on a daily, ball out. Yeah, and they need they like need. a... Like Julius Randle. That'd be nice. Oh, take him, right? <laughs> <laughs> you can have him. You can have who him. do you nice hate stuff. worse? Morant or Randle? Randle. Morant. I hate, I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> yeah, but at least Morant played. And he plays well. Randle's a head case. I don't, know. I don't know what happened with him this year. I don't know. I, I don't think he wants to be the guy. There's too much of that, man. But he doesn't want to be the guy. It's... He doesn't have he doesn't have the personality for it. I couldn't imagine like a Charles Oakley being in a locker room with a guy like that. No, he would, he would no. shove Charles him Oakley in would kick his fucking ass. He'd put him in a locker. Yeah, he would literally shove him in a locker and leave him there. <laughs> Julius Randle's not playing tonight. In locker. <laughs> <laughs> It's so how it would be though back in the day. That's not what it is nowadays. But like so are they exciting? Are the playoffs exciting though? Rob, yeah. Yes. For you guys? Yes. I love. Yeah. I love my two favorite players to watch right now. I actually have three. Probably be Booker when he's healthy, but Giannis and Luca are just they're yeah they're electric. Fun. I love watching electric. Luka, it's fun. They traded Trey Young for him straight up. Like come yeah, on. <laughs> you got fucking robbed. Yeah. That guy's hair. <laughs> it's like Kramer. <laughs> He looks like yeah, he does. bowling. It's pathetic. He does. It's his fucking attitude. He's right. I want to. We're getting, we're getting we're getting low in time here. Trey Young. So I want to ask my question before we uh, move on to this. So a couple weeks ago, we did it where we ranked our top, you know, sports moments of the year. You know, Kentucky Derby, World Series, that kind of stuff. Uh, probably the only person who ever listens to all our episodes. Our only fan, but uh, he had, he actually said he. So when we first mentioned that, he thought that we were going to talk about like top iconic sports moments, and that made me think. I said, well, "That's actually not a bad question." So, what is your most in history iconic sports moment? That's so hard. Wow! Well, off the top of your head, when you think iconic sports moment, what comes to mind? I'll go. Was he? Go ahead, Graf. Aaron fucking Boone. Best for me personally. Mm-hmm. Sat with my dad, never really watched games with him. He's like, let's watch a game. I went to game six. You have a knuckleballer on the mound. It's literally, to me, the best year of Yankee Red Sox baseball. It's I was younger, which made it better. It, it's getting Yankees back to another World Series. Um, that fucking home run, dude. It, it just changed everything. Went nuts. Kept the curse alive for one more year anyway. I didn't care about the World Series. I didn't care it at all. Um, I cared about that moment, and for me, it's why I don't really get pissed at Boone too much because he gave me that moment. That's the only way I could think of, only one I ever will think of. I'm not going to go back to Buckner. That had nothing to do with me. That Boone had a lot to do with me in terms of what it felt like inside. So that's the most iconic moment for me, 100% without a doubt, one of the best days ever watching Yankee baseball. All right. Aunt John? John, go ahead. Well, for me, I'm gonna say I'm gonna go 2001 Yankees. Hmm. Now, a lot surrounded that you had 9/11. Yeah. All right, I know the Yankees did not win the World Series, and I will still say to this day, Don Zimmer took a shit instead of <laughs> fucking sitting on a goddamn bench. Otherwise, the Yankees would have won that goddamn thing. And like I and I've said it before. You know, Don Zim is running down the tunnel with his pants around his ankles saying, Tori, put the infield back, put the infield back. Double play would have ended the game. Yankees would have won the whole thing. But the important thing, and it also ties into the Mets as well, the Yankees winning the playoffs, getting to the World Series, 2001. But also that first game back after 9-11. And I, was, yeah. I grew up in Queens. I was a Queens boy. I was a Yankee fan. But watching Mike Piazza fucking hit that home run, the first game back was phenomenal. Chills. You got me. Phenomenal. Hell yeah, man. Yes. 
Yeah. And I and I'm a Yankee fan till I die. I yeah. got I got the ink on my body to prove it. But that moment, that was a those are two huge, huge. I things. like that. John. One of those moments when you think about it, you still get chills, and you're like, I remember yeah. like it was yesterday. John, what makes uh-huh. you think of that that they had no class that year. They're terrible. They weren't a good team. They got outscored. I'm looking at it now. 37 to 14 in that World Series, yet they're one mm-hmm. pitch away from winning that World Series. Yeah. I mean, they got blown out. I, I look, I had a girl break up to break up with me because of the game they lost, I think 16. Look, everybody <laughs> was so into that team. Everybody was so into that team. Yeah. If you're a Mets fan, Yankee uh-huh. fan, Red, Red Sox fan. It, that was the one year. Yeah. That was the one year. Mm-hmm. But that Piazza home run, we oh. you guys are probably too young. Am, I, am I wrong, Anthony Rob? To remember I, that live, I, I, you've I, seen I, it. I remember it. I briefly. I was no. in second grade. John's not wrong. <laughs> we needed it. No, that that, that that was it. That was like a huge, huge, huge. Up- it was the right guy yeah. at the right time. If it's not it Piazza, was. it needed to be Jeter, but it was Piazza, and honestly, a guy who could use it in New York with the media. And I did, and, and not for nothing. At the same time, you were also competing with, and I hate to say this, but back in the day, it was an issue of. Who was going to come out as the gay player? Was it Piazza? Right. Was it Jeter? Was it Ray Odonez? Right. right. You know? I mean, that's what the talk was. But then all of a sudden, 9 <laughs> 11 happens and Piazza comes back and smashes his fucking home run out of nowhere. And it's just fucking phenomenal. Yeah. <laughs> I got to turn my camera off real quick. You're an asshole, all right, I was thinking the one from recent memory would be Kobe's last game. Guy got dropped 60 points, hit a buzzer beater. That was just so historic for me. But going through like my my mind, I was thinking, I really didn't look anything up. The one that sticks out to me the most is you guys probably because you're not boxing fans, but when Pacquiao Marquez fought for the fourth time. And Marquez knocked him out cold with an overhand. I thought he died. My mouth hung open for three minutes. I'm like, he's dead. He's not moving. He was face first on the floor, unconscious. I couldn't wow. believe it. And that was we were trying to lead up to see. I was dying to see a Mayweather Pacquiao fight. I was like, oh my God, this guy just ruined it because of this overhand right. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but no. I'm I thought it. he watch it. I thought he died. And that was such an intense back and forth fight. It was. I had a feeling oh. you were going to go boxing. Yeah, I like that about Ant. He's off. The, I was he's thinking. Off the radar, I was sure. thinking. I was at the Andy Ruiz Anthony Joshua fight. That was the third biggest upset in heavyweight history. WBC heavyweight history. I was there for that. That was insane. Having all these people come from England to watch Anthony Joshua get beat by a an overweight Mexican. <laughs> it, was, it was incredible. <laughs> what you got, Robbie? All right. Well. In regards to something, you know, uh, an event that kind of gives you chills, um, watching Woods win the Masters in 19, mm. I thought that was – that that gave me chills to, you know, the, the whole time watching him walk up the 18th. You know, it was – I thought it was crazy to watch. But I think an iconic sports moment, and uh, it's actually one of my favorite stories, especially, like, if you watch a lot of 30 for 30, surviving in advance. Uh, in 83, Jimmy Valvano's NC State yeah. team – that had absolutely no chance at any business being in the tournament. They go out, they win the ACC, and then go on to win it all over Michael Jordan's UNC, Elijah Wan's Houston, um, Samson's Virginia team. You know, like it was just the way they ended up winning. I thought that was incredible. Again, a team that had no business. I think they went 10 and 11 that year. And of course, it was in the ACC tournament. And goes on to win the ACC tournament, which gave him the automatic bid, and survive in advance from there. And if you have a yeah. chance, you can watch that thirty for thirty. It's actually incredible to watch. But and that's I was a good question, man. I like I that question. Very good. Because there's so many. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you guys. Let me ask Robin Ant a little bit more. Uh, John, I love yours. Do a, one of the one of the pro sports. I, I mean, I know boxing's pro, but like baseball, basketball, football. In your mind, hockey. Oh, I'm I just curious, what would, real quick. Helmet catch, okay, I'm just oh, curious. Helmet catch. The one helmet that sticks catch. out to me the most was Robert Ory's buzzer beater against the Kings. I was, I'm a diehard Kobe fan, watching Robert Ory hit that. Like, he hit it like yeah. it was nothing. Big shot Bob. Guy has yeah. seven rings. Guy has seven rings for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah I, what does I he look like? 
Doesn't he look like somebody? Robert Ory. Robert Ory. No, no. That's a great question. Who gave you that question? Uh, it's our only fan who's actually listened to every episode. My buddy is he uh, from Belgium? No, he's not. He was a federal, you know, a fellow man of brown at one point. Oh yeah, my good friend. So uh, yeah, I was like, that's actually not a bad uh, bad thought. So I use that this week. I would, yeah, I would have to really rack my brain on it to get it. But I mean, I know John hit it on the head. Other iconic things, but. Piazza's yeah. home run, I mean, John. You're 100. You know, right. The one that gives you yeah. gives you the you know, the goosebumps is that's the, you know, the goose the goosebumps moment for me too is Big Poppy's speech after the Boston bombing. I was saying when you mentioned oh, after 9/11, that's what I thought of. I thought about Big Poppy after the Boston marathon. <laughs> I yeah. like David, but Jesus I thought of that too. A killer! What a fucking assassin. That was last week, the anniversary. Yeah. Yep. What a terrible event. Yeah. Great sports day too, until that had to happen. Yeah, I think I said that on the yeah. podcast one day. Patriot Day is one of the best yep. events. Wake up early, eight o'clock mm-hmm. on the West Coast, have a baseball, mm-hmm. even if it's a Red Sox. Well, guys, I appreciate you having me back on. Yeah, no, well, hey, it's nice <laughs> you to show up. So. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, that does it this week, and we'll do it all again next. Later, boys. Later, guys. Later, man. Later.